1: Hello, world, and welcome once again to Black Mental Matters. Yay! the crowd goes crazy. I know it's been a long time and shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. And it's now 2022. And I just want to thank you and thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year, everyone. It's been a minute, I know. And, you know, we all go through our things, and so does your host sometimes. But hey, we are back. We are black and we are so glad that you have joined us for this big discussion we're going to have with a, such an expert. He's a clinical social worker who practices at Eugene Harrington PhD practice. He is a good friend, doctor of philosophy, has worked in addiction studies, and today we're going to be talking about generational intergenerational trauma how it just continues to flow and flow and during these times you know we are really experiencing and then there are those that don't want us to even look back at the history and how we got to where we are today so it's going to be a monster but that's what this is all about i know so many of us are suffering right now because of this pandemic because of the racism institutionalized and all this stuff mckeeb and i are just so happy to be able to you know I, I guess the word isn't happy but we just are dedicated to trying to get this message out that hey you're not alone and uh, that things will get better if at least we address it so here we are once again 2022 let's go this is black mental matters and it starts right now Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, once again, Black Metal Matters, Vince The Voice, Makeba Reed Johnson. How are you again, Makiba?
0: I'm doing pretty good, Vince. It's been a beautiful fall weather these past couple of days. And you know how how it is in Atlanta with all the beautiful leaves changing and everything. Yes, I'm yes, doing pretty good. Yeah, yes. I'm in a good place. Excellent. How about yourself?
1: I am too. I'm sick of these leaves, though, because I'm blowing every other day because I don't think it's ADD, but I just hate seeing leaves in the driveway. And I got a long driveway, so I'd be blowing right. every other day. But uh, yeah, it feel, feels good. Great, great time year, jacket weather, and all that kind of stuff. I love putting on clothes, so here we go, you know. And yeah. uh want to thank you and thank all our listeners. Got great feedback from our last program, you know, talking about uh, yeah. the fact that, uh, you know, suicide is not the end. And thank you. Thank you for your support. And I'm just uh, tremendously honored here today and thankful for our guest. I met him years ago at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Uh, I think he was, uh, and he can... Uh, Uh, He was running the uh, tobacco campaign, the settlement uh, issue there at the college. And I got to do some work with him and fast forward, come here to Georgia and find out that he's doing great things at Morehouse School of Medicine and actually gave me some mental help, uh, uh, help as well as my son. I'm trying to tell his business, but, you know, really just a great man. I love him. It's Dr. Eugene Harrington. And the crowd goes crazy. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> that
2: didn't Thank Thanks. <laughs> thanks to you and thanks to, for that introduction.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
2: And, Welcome, and Dr. Time. Harrington. Yes, and and Makiwa,
0: thanks
1: thanks
2: getting to be on this with you as well.
1: Yes, okay,
0: yes. Thank, thank you. It's an honor.
1: Dr. Harrington was All the right. first we're on the first uh, programs of uh, uh, Black Mental Matters, and and here we are mm-hmm. today. And uh, Dr. Harrington, we're so glad to have you. And um, what we wanted to talk about on this particular episode is generational trauma and I know that that is something that is very near and dear to your heart and so why don't why don't we just start with that that short definition what is generational Trauma.
2: Well, you know, uh, if we just look at the word generational, I think most of us can take back ourselves to four and five generations. Mm. So that's meaningful in an isolated sense. But in uh, generational trauma, uh, simply describes a single, circumscribed, traumatic event such as an assault. Complex trauma occurs when a person experiences a series of repeated Mm. traumatic events, which we we experience all the time, and uh, it can happen early in life. Uh, It can affect our children, development and growth, and uh, complex trauma may also involve the entire family. And uh, it includes incidents of violence and addiction. These are results of it that can cause those kind of things to happen to families. And they may be aware or unaware of what's going on, but in the midst and the depths of things, it is generational trauma.
1: Mm. So being uh, yeah. systematically exploited, repeated continued abuse, racism and poverty, you know what I'm describing stuff that happened to black folks. So, you know, uh-huh. then that black folks in the, United States are particularly vulnerable to this generational trauma. Am I right? You are absolutely correct and right. Yes.
0: Doctor Harrington, I'm so glad that you gave that definition of, of trauma because so many people now just kinda of throw that term around and mm-hmm. sort of you know, kinda of mock it and water it down. But I mean that's a that's a medical definition or a psychological definition. Can can you also for our listeners define and break and, and down P T S D for them as well before we start this conversation so they'll know exactly what we're talking about?
2: Yeah, post traumatic stress syndrome was introduced by a social worker, DeJoy, I think her name is, and uh, it said that prolonged stress can actually trigger, and they didn't like link it to trauma at the time, Mm. but it is linked to trauma Mm -hmm. because prolonged stress and long-term stress uh, is is dynamic, which means it leads to something greater and something more profound. Mm. It could go into the psychological disorders like uh, depression, major depression, uh, bipolar disorder, or, or schizophrenia. So uh, if you see those cases which may be never diagnosed or underdiagnosed or never treated, they are results of post-traumatic stress and post-traumatic stress goes back to
1: generational trauma. Wow. Absolutely. Thank you. Mm. So the, the there is a tie in there with, with, with PTSD and this uh, generational trauma. And, and, and so, uh, you know, for our listeners there, I, I want to make it plain to them. You know, this may be the reason why, say, in your family, people, act or uh, or react to things in Mm -hmm. a certain way because of something that maybe grandpa went through back in the day or great granddaddy Mm -hmm. even or your daddy is that what we're saying Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. Yes. absolutely
0: so so we're also talking about and and i'm trying to educate myself too with this like we're also talking about (laughs) post-traumatic Slave syndrome, um, because Vince and I have have talked about, you know, epigenetics and the study of how certain genes are turned on and off and how trauma can be experienced or trauma that is experienced by parents can impact the DNA and behavior of their children and offsprings for generations to come.
2: Absolutely. It, it never. It, it, you can hide it or you can cover it up, but uh, and you think it's dead, but it's never. It never dies.
0: Mm. Right, right, and it and it can go on for generations and, and generations.
2: It goes because uh, epigenetics. You mentioned that it goes from generation to generation because those genes don't change; they're permanent.
0: Right. Wow. And it's,
2: so for, for the information, post-traumatic stress is defined as condition that exists when a population has experienced multi generational trauma resulting from centuries of slavery and continue to experience oppression and institutionalized racism as we are experiencing today.
1: So all of us on this line right now have experienced some generational trauma whether or only listening right now has experienced it, whether we know it or not, it is taking place.
2: It is known or unknown. I know for myself, I'm not giving myself, a, there are things I've done, I say, well, how did you do that, or when did you do it, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it is in my genetic expression, because genes can express themselves through your behavior.
1: Mm. Wow. Can you give me wow. an example? Give me an example of that, of where a gene is expressing itself through your behavior. Wow!
2: If you oh, find yourself doing yeah. something that, that has no origin, that you don't know where it came from, it's, where, where does this come from? Yes. Uh, those are those genes speaking to that behavior and it's expressing through behavior when you you can't come up with the origin of the, the where it came from. Hmm. And a good okay. example, a simple example would be like, when you went on a job and you came in one morning and the boss came in too, and she just suddenly hears and suddenly start just putting you down and saying, "Why did you do this?" and just and you say, "Where is this coming from?" Mm. It's coming from her G expression that happened back in the house it has nothing to do with you, but it's being placed on you. It's it's free expression and it was free directed towards you, but it was you were not the target. Wow.
0: Wow. That's so interesting. That's so interesting because so many of the symptoms that are expressed are things that we're not even aware of where the origin is, like exaggerated startle responses, difficult falling asleep or staying asleep, outbursts of anger, hyper, you know, hypervigilance. I think what what's so interesting about this conversation, Vince and Dr. Harrington, is that many black Americans are trying to cope with just regular you know, life day-to-day stressors that you would have if you did not encounter racism and social injustice. And then on top of that, you've got the, you know, the the generational trauma that a lot of us are even, are, aren't even aware of, you know, that it's happening or why it's happening. And then on top of that, you know, we have a, our own specific individualized trauma that is being passed down from parents, you know, that didn't you know, that that didn't have the capacity that, that to who, was. Who were never yes. treated
2: untreated yes uh, if they went to a hospital, they called them a slave hospital because they weren't, weren't going to be under treated there anyway, mm. because we didn't have any any doctors of our culture, our race, and right. it, was, it was racism.
1: So, yes. so as, as as you guys talk, as we talk about this, I mean, I, I again making it uh, plain, um, you know, I think about even watching. Certain TV shows. I mean, like shows like Friends. I never, I never liked. In fact, it would make me angry to watch Friends. I couldn't like, relate. Thank I can't you. relate to this. <laughs> I don't know what these so and so's, you know, and everybody or something like that. And it could be, you know, uh, now because of how we were excluded a from being on TV and b how they didn't show nobody look like me and all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be a form of a of a, of a baby generation trauma i know we got bigger issues than what's on tv but or even seeing some kids at the park are you looking at maybe some white kids and you got a frown on your face oh i can't stay it ain't got nothing to do with them kids you don't know why but something happened in the past in your in your lifeline that said uh you don't like those people right absolutely Uh,
2: and you know uh since the early 1600s when the first 100,000 enslaved Africans were brought to Jamestown, Virginia, there has been a continuation of structural oppression of African American people in the United States. Yes, yes.
0: Continue.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Continue. And actually, as of the 400-year anniversary of the arrival of the first first slave ships of the United States uh, came to this country, we still have been Deeply discriminated against. Uh, there have been no restitution, no respect, no responsibility, no reparations, no restorative
1: healing. None of that. Stuff. Marginized, marginalized, 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 and everything.
0: Mm, mm. Right. Yeah. And and I think what's so sad about that is that what that passes down, parents, you stress on their children the importance of. Now, you know, work ethic and financial achievements and academics and that dismisses the importance of expressing emotions. I know that in a lot of black households, depression is seen as laziness and anxiety is connected to, well, you know, stop complaining and be grateful that you have a roof over your head. You know, that was the natural response. And so we've got an entire generation now of adults that were not allowed to express their mental health issues and now they're trying to deal with that on top of the generational trauma. Mm.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, during the the classical slavery, uh, there was a, um, a physician, I think, his name was Dr. Samuel A. Cartwright. He was a Louisiana physician. I don't mm. think he really was a physician. Could have been, you know, whatever. And he <laughs> published a paper. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The paper's title report on the diseases and the physical peculiarities of Negro race. Mm -hmm. And it appeared in the new Orleans uh, medical and surgical journal as a says a pretty good journal. And what he wrote about and what he did say was that um, enslavement as a therapeutic necessity was a therapeutic necessity for slaves. And as the medical and moral responsibility for white masters mm. and yes. what he came up with, if, he, if the slaves ran away, he diagnosed them as a thing called drapetomania. Yes. D R A P E T O M I A. And uh, a runaway slave is manic, mad, or crazy. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, if you want to go and free yourself, why are they calling you crazy?
0: Mm. Right. Yes, I, I actually read that 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 it, it was taught and, and and believed in the medical community that slavery was wellness that 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 we needed yeah. to be enslaved for our Lord own well-being. I Absolutely, can't
1: Lord have mercy. And you
2: know they they kind of tied to a biblical verse that that we we were the people that saw our father's neck nudity or something. And, we were cursed and it was supposed to be slaves or whatever. What's yes. he, mm, I, I, he came up with another mental disorder, and it's hard to pronounce this one. It's D-Y-S-A-E-T-H-E-S-I-A-E-T-H-I-O-P-I-C-A. And that one is that um, uh, the diagnosable symptoms include disobedience, insolence, and refuse mm-hmm. to work. And uh, the way to put them uh, back, get them back, is just to beat them. Oh, come on, Doc. <laughs> uh, put patients in some hard labor kind of work in the open air sunshine and sunshine and beat them.
1: Once again, everyone, wow. our, our special guest, our, yes, our special guest is Dr. Uh, Eugene Harrington. I didn't give, uh, I, I just love the man, so I didn't give his credentials, but he is a, a <laughs> former associate professor of clinical uh, psychiatry at the Morehouse School of Medicine for over 16 years, um, distinguished professor, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, where I met him, he was a tenured professor at Clark Atlanta University, um, uh, has been engaged in addiction research and uh, uh, teaching, uh, counseling counseling, uh, social work, the whole nine. And, uh, we're again, just very pleased to have you with us here today. And we're talking about uh, generational trauma. So, I I mean, I think it's very easy for our listeners to see how particularly again, in the African American, our black community, how we can be all together suffering from generational trauma, but always doc and Makiba, you know, this, there is a treatment and there is a solution to some of these things whether they believe it or not. And so yeah. I, I want us to kind of slowly, I mean, yeah. let's let's help our folks because we're all facing it. What are some of the things that we can do to negate this generational trauma that has been placed upon our entire community, our whole race mm-hmm. here in America? Where do we begin? First of course, I just wanted to, mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. And, and, and I just want to just to, to in addition say to that, before we started the conversation, Dr. Harrington Vince was alluding to the idea of if, if there is generational trauma, then there has to be generational healing or at least the opportunity for generational healing or generational blessings or whatever you want to call it that we are now in a position where, you know, b- those of us that are now aware of this situation and what has been passed down to us, we have the opportunity to undo this and to teach the next generation the skill set on how to navigate, you know, our world and racism and, and how we communicate with one another and taking care of our own mental health and being able to, you know, talk with each other and have relationships. And where we're in the process of healing, not just ourselves, but our family members yes. and our community as well.
2: Yes. yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, what? Uh, I think one, one thing, some things we can do is we can say that we can acknowledge because I think we've been uh, that word traumatic has been uh, academically not talked about or not researched or done anything, but it's been there all the while. Mm-hmm. So I think traumatic events take place, they took place in the past, but we should acknowledge that they did and they are currently um, motivating and de- destructing our behavior and our way of uh, life and our lifestyle. So it has uh, psychological impacts, um, you know, on, on, on the family, the mental health and the thoughts and so forth. It has behavioral impacts and it has long-term impacts. And uh, what we can do is is to enter into conversation. They can be individual, private, one, one-on-one one in uh, a conversation. And mm. we don't want to involve the family at, at, at the early beginnings of this. But mm. so we have to talk about it. We have to embrace it. We have to look at all sides of it. We have to look at uh, how, as you say, how to stop such uh, traumatic things happening. Because I think about Uh, individuals who are successful who seem like enough success is not enough success Mm
0: -hmm. and then
2: something happens and then they fall apart and lose their jobs and you whatever Uh, it just goes haywire. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We need to talk about a thing about agency and agency is a word that suggests that you're in control of what Mm -hmm. who you are what you want to do and how you want to do it that's that's one thing that's another thing we can do and we need to turn ourselves away from a traumatic victim to yeah. a traumatic survivor
1: mm. and yeah.
2: and also a traumatic thriver
1: mm. absolutely I, I love that I love that i, I i'm I, Me I'm, too. I'm so sick of. Of myself or anyone talking about surviving. No, it's time to thrive. We get, we, we're more than surviving. Mm. We, we're doing mm. much more than surviving. Seventy-five to percent of the world probably got up this morning trying to find something to eat, and you got something. You know, they've already squeezed the juice out of the oranges for you uh, for your glass of orange juice, <laughs> and uh, the eggs are, are you know are put in a package for you and all that. So mm. you know, it's a it's a it's a perspective thing. But I, you know, I think about when you when when we talk about traumatic experience that is repeated generation after generation incest comes up a lot you know where mm-hmm. there's a pattern of, of 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 incest in a family and then right. um yeah. you know uh somebody somewhere along that line has to stop that has to stop it and right. i think once it is a, a generation that is stopped hopefully uh it doesn't continue after that um I mean, that's that's just one. Uh, if perhaps uh, our listeners, you know, something that, that 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 that, you know, has gone on in your your uh, uh, family, uh, you can right. be the one to, 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 to make that stop.
0: Right. And also child sexual abuse or verbal abuse, physical abuse. Definitely.
2: All, all of that needs to stop, too, because there's no sense in reliving the victimhood. Of, mm-hmm. of a generational trauma, it, it makes right. no sense.
0: Yes, so one um, thing that I can definitely say to, in response to Vince's question, as you know, where how do we move forward? A definite step is therapy, and and, yeah. and it, it looks different for every person. You know, some people want a life coach, some people want a psychologist, some people want a psychiatrist. But do some work on yourself, and that is the starting point of when you realize that the work starts with. You and how you're responding to your environment around you. And it's not going to start with telling somebody else that they need to work on something or thinking that, you know, I went through X, Y, and Z, and now I need to get these people to give me an apology and then I can work through it. No, it has to start with yourself and your level of self-awareness, and just like what you were saying, taking agency over your response systems to yeah. how you navigate your world and relationships, and, and 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 just like what you were talking about, you know, being overreactive. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's something that we need to start looking at, and also Vince and I have talked about the importance of understanding where you came from and mm-hmm. having yeah. the conversation with your parents about. You know, what did you go through during your childhood? You'd be shocked when you sit mm-hmm. down with, with, with some of these older black people and they start telling you stories of, you know, not having enough food mm-hmm. to eat, taking turns, not eating during the day so other siblings could eat. I mean, all types of stories. And then you have a better understanding of, OK, well, this is why my mother wasn't so affectionate towards me, because mm-hmm. she was in survival mode the mm-hmm. entire time that she was growing up. And so just Understanding, you know, the trauma of your parents or family members and how that was laid upon you gives you better insight on how you need to let that go and then start working on your own stuff. Absolutely. I think our culture
2: and our traditions need to be upgraded and respected because if, if we said, you know, you're not going to do no incest, incest is forbidden. Yes. And if, if you do it, we'll put you in the Times Square and tell everybody you did it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that, that, that our culture needs to be highly respected. Yes. And our traditions need to be honored. And so mm-hmm. we don't currently do that. Therapy is an inroad to all of that. Absolutely. Because therapy is a gift. It's not something to be ashamed of yes. or anything. Yes. It's yes. almost like uh, coaching. <laughs> You know, the, the football player goes to the coach. They know something about themselves, but the coach can make them better.
0: Mm. Yes. Wow. Right. So, I love that. And also think of therapists as part of your village. As part yeah, of that. That's I'm a
2: psychologist. I'm, I'm a psychologist, and I'm also a social worker. And I, I know the ones who come in therapy, they don't realize it, but they are growing so astronomically. They don't realize how much growth they're growing. they used to not grow themselves.
1: Yes. Wow. 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 So I, I was I was looking and and so for for again our listeners those out there you, you you've heard this and you're saying well that would no that don't affect us but there are some things some ways that you can see uh, this generational trauma showing up in your family you it may be a family and I, I I know I know just about every one of these a family that that seems emotionally numb or has hesitancy mm-hmm. talking about discussing feelings a family that. That might see disgusting feelings as a sign of weakness. Another family may have trust issues with outsiders and and seem continually uh, conflictual. And then you may have some that, that families that always seem very anxious and overprotective of their children or family members, yeah. even when there's no threat of danger. Kid can't mm-hmm. go nowhere. No, you ain't going to the mall with them. No, you can't spend the night over nobody house ever. That kind of thing. These are the things that you need to take a look at and then and, and then find out from a therapist like Dr. Harrington or those out there uh how you can uh you know relieve yourself or, or have victory over this generational trauma that has really really uh just just grabbed a hold in your family.
2: Hmm? Absolutely. And I said yes. the, United, the United Nations is doing some things. They have uh <clears throat> conferences about international day for Elimination of racial discrimination. Yes, and uh, of course we mentioned that we should put epigenetics in our college and university curricula. Mm. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> the first Roots movie kind of educated us generally, but the new Roots movie did a little bit more.
0: Mm. And then we have
2: the Black Lives Matters movement. All these, and the United
0: Nations is hooking
2: up with Black Lives Matter and uh, so forth to bring about elimination of all this
0: crazy stuff that's been going on yes finally so
1: finally so dr (laughs) harrington are you i know you retired from the uh morehouse school of medicine correct yeah and uh, are you still uh uh in a practice at this point yes i am hmm Mm-hmm. So if there were those out there who as a result of hearing your wisdom, and and I would definitely personally, uh, professionally recommend him, uh uh, Dr. Uh Harrington. Just a wonderful I mean, I don't I don't think of you as my dad or granddad, but you just got that sound, man. I just listen to you and I'll be like, Yeah, you are so right. I need to change my ways <laughs> kind of thing. But if yeah. someone was interested in uh uh having a discussion. And 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 hiring you as their therapist, what what would they need to do?
2: Well, they can just go ahead and email me at. Um, I think you have my email address, but it's h e r r p h d at a o l dot com.
1: Okay, uh, H-E-R-I-P-H-D. No, it's two r's. Just h e r r p h d. At AOL. At, boy, uh, you know you old school. AOL, Listen to that. But it works. I'm not mad.
0: But it works. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> Definitely old. I have one, too, Dr. Dr. Harrington. <laughs> I have yeah. AOL address. <laughs> I just didn't just, I just say
1: <laughs> but it works but it works and he does respond and again I got to thank you so much you've been a, a great help to my family and I know many families and many students mm-hmm. and many organizations and now to this podcast because I do yes. know and I, I don't believe I know that generational trauma is something that is affecting all of our black community out here and the quicker we can understand it, the better we will be uh, girded up to, to defeat it or or stop it and uh, uh, move forward. Final words, Dr. Tarrington. We, we, we're we just about out of time. Final thoughts on this subject matter.
2: Well, first of all, I, I'd like to go ahead and read uh, a poem. Uh-oh. Uh, I think I have it here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's a poem, and I'll say a few things after that. Uh, It's from a a dissertation called, um, I think the dissertation is Post-traumatic Stress uh, in the African-American Community. But anyway, the poem reads, uh, Southern trees bearing strange fruit, blood on the leaves and blood at the roots, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: black bodies swinging in the (laughs) southern breeze, strange fruits hanging, from the popular trees,
1: Mm.
2: pastoral scenes of the gallant south, them big bulging eyes and the twisted mouth, Mm. sense of magnolia, clean and fresh, then the sudden smell of burning flesh, Mm. flesh. Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, for the rain to gather, for the winds to suck, for the sun to rot, for the leaves to drop, here is a strange and bitter crop, and this is a poem by a person named Abel wow. Mary, Mary Poole, Meeropol, M E E R O P O L, and it was adapted in songs by Billie Holiday yeah, and fruit. my great Nina Simone. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yes, Strange Fruit. Mm. Wow. Final words, Doctor Harrington. Yeah.
2: Uh, that we all should uh, have a reawakening. And just like, um, uh, what's his name? talked to us about the 4th of July celebration, how it was fake and phony. I mm-hmm. think we yes. should look at what we're doing in this country and to ourselves and our culture. And as I said earlier, we need to upgrade it. Those who need to get help, there's help available. There's prevention sites available. And I say, you know, therapy is a gift. It's not something to be afraid of or hide from. And uh, you can combine therapy and prayer if you want to go in those direction. It works.
0: Yeah.
1: Thank you. Doctor. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Thank you, Doctor Harrington. Uh, what a, what a great discussion, and uh, we will continue this discussion. Uh, we 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 take these uh, thoughts and words and everything everywhere we go, and uh, we appreciate the work that you do, Makiba. Thank you so much. What a great show again, thank huh? You. Yes.
0: Yes. Thank you. That, I, I, that thank was excellent. You. Thank you Thank you for your help and your motivation. Oh, Dr. Harrington, my pleasure. You really added so much to what we are doing. I really appreciate your time.
1: All right. All right. All right. right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. It is what it is, as they say. It's Black Mental Matters. And we'll see you next time. All right.